Start the music. Welcome to the Dr. Joe Show. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Here we are. We're back. So we're only on one platform tonight. Facebook Live. Facebook Live. No ATD. But it, you know what today is? Yes, it is. What do Feel you think? Good Friday. Oh, you know what else it is? What? It's Joe Day. That's right. Today is Joe Day. So we should all just call ourselves Joe. March 27th apparently is Joe Day, and I just found that out today because somebody sent it to me wishing me a happy Joe Day. So In this house, we say happy Joe Day. Thank you. Happy Joe Day. What does that mean? Uh, it, today is just a makeup holiday for people named Joe, but you can call yourself Joe if you would like to. Is that like a Greek tradition where you actually celebrate your namesake day instead of your birthday? Like this is your namesake day, or is it just a joke day? I'm not. I'm. I, I'm not following. It's been a long. I, I just. I just saw it on Facebook. Somebody sent it to me. Said today's Joe Day, and they showed me the new Joe logo for March 27th. So you know about it, Tom? Yeah, I saw it on Twitter trending. Yeah. Who was the first Joe? Like, what popularized the name? Oh, I guess Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. Uh, and the, the end of that line of conversation. Right. Uh, but you know what? If you think about it, Joseph was actually the first psychiatrist because he interpreted Pharaoh's dreams. Mm. You know, that's what he did. So what are we, we going to talk about, Joe? Uh, well, well, first, we're going to talk about the I am approach. Do it. Let's okay, do so it. I want I just I want to remind people what the I am approach is, because it's absolutely applicable every day, but especially today. So the I am is saying everyone's doing the best they can. This is who I am. I matter, and I am my current maximum potential, my I am. This is who I am. And we are influenced by four domains. Your home domain, the social domain, the biological domain, and something I call the I see domain, how I see myself and how I think other people see me. Human beings are very interested in what other people think or feel. We call that empathy. But what we really want to know is what are you thinking about me? And these four domains interact all the time, but I really believe we respond the best we can to them. It doesn't mean you have to like your I am. It doesn't mean you have to condone it. Not a free ride. You're going to be held responsible. Doesn't even mean you're going to be successful. And for some people, success is when you love going to work and love going home. For some people, success is having food in the refrigerator. For some people, success is having a home to have a refrigerator. For some people, success is just waking up. So you decide what success means to you. But instead of judging yourself and other people as less than and broken, let's look again at why we do what we do based on the influence of the four domains. And think about these words, look again, again, look, again, to repeat something, look like a spectator. The I am is saying, let's respect why we do what we do. And when's the last time you got angry at someone treating you with respect? Think about it. Never, right? Because 
Anger is an emotion designed to change things. We get angry, we want somebody to do something different, start doing something or stop doing something, but being respected feels great. So we don't get angry. Respect is what leads to value, which is what everybody wants. Think about every person you've ever met in your life. The common thread is that you just wanna feel valued by somebody else. That's what that I see domain is. How do I see myself? How do I think somebody else sees me? And what's cool is, at every and any moment in time, you can remind someone of their value. And whenever you remind someone of their value, you increase your own value and everybody wants to feel valuable. So respect leads to value and value leads to trust. And trust is the antidote to fear and anger and sadness because when you trust someone, you can make a mistake and you know you're not gonna be seen as less valuable. So. Think about what's going on in your I am right now. You may be listening to us from your home domain, but you may be in your home domain because stuff is happening in the social domain, coronavirus, that could affect your biological domain and infect you. And that may change the way you think you see yourself and the way you think other people see you. So the I am has two rules. Small changes have big effects. You don't need to change everything. And believe me, this coronavirus was one small little thing, a little virus that has had a huge effect on our all four of our domains. But the second rule of the I am, you control no one, you influence everyone. Think how that is applying right now. You control no one, you influence everyone. You, by washing your hands, have an influence on people you may never meet because this is how we are beginning to manage the coronavirus. We have a social contract with each other that we're going to keep each other safe by staying at home, decreasing the peak of coronavirus infection, leveling things out and changing our social domain. And What's really fascinating to me, and I'd love to hear what you guys think, but this coronavirus, I think, has profoundly changed the social domains that we are in. It just, doesn't it just feel different? I feel, it almost feels like we're entering a second renaissance and that people are using their brains more than just going through the day like a routine. Yeah, we're using our brains more. It's a shot in the arm for a lot of people. I mean, and that's not to downplay a lot of people getting screwed, but we got to pivot. You know, yeah. I've been, I've been using a term a lot over the last couple of weeks that a friend of mine coined, um, create, don't complain. And it's, it's, it's really important because there are a lot of people who are reliant on, you know, structure, routine, um, help, support and all of a sudden they're frozen and they're looking around and they're you know we've talked about the fight flight freeze a lot on this show in the last couple of weeks but there's a lot of people who are freezing and there's a lot of people who are seeing really clearly and leading through the storm with a lot of creativity a lot of optimism a lot of positivity a lot of um you know gumption if you will that it, it's it's super inspiring to see that mm. but it's super important that we help rise up the ones that are freezing too. Absolutely, absolutely. Because we do have an influence on everyone. 
And there are a lot of people who are really scared by this, really, really scared. And I want people who are feeling that way to recognize that's your I am. Based on what's happened in the home domain and the social domain, the IC domain is thinking, oh my gosh, I'm in danger. And it is activating that fear response in your biological domain. But there's nothing wrong with that. It's what you do with it. Because if you don't like it, you can change it. And I want you to really think about this. What small change can you make today so that your fear response is a little less? And you know, one of the things that we've been teaching you guys is the four R's. Recognize, rate, remember, reflect. Recognize you're anxious, rate it between one and 10. Remember it gets less and then reflect, what was I thinking that made me anxious? And come up with the opposite thought. That small change can have a huge effect on just the way you are every day. But, but this coronavirus has, has enormous implications and it could be pretty amazing. I mean, yeah, there's gonna be tragedy. There's no question. And some people are already feeling that their biological domains are responding the best they can, but it doesn't mean it's successful. Can, can I talk about the biological domain for a second? Please. Um, I heard a story coming out of Italy today that um, ibuprofen is a, is not just not recommended, but it's it's prohibitive at this point because they think it's actually attacking the chemicals in ibuprofen and it's making it ten times worse if you take ibuprofen versus Tylenol. I thought earlier than today that Tylenol just was was uh, working where ibuprofen wasn't. I didn't realize it was actually making things much worse by taking ibuprofen. Yeah, that, that's what Dr. Rand was, was saying to us as well in, in our show with Dr. Rand Messer from Texas, that people are saying stay away from ibuprofen because it is activating a lot of the domain. And, and again, just to, to get back to what the I am is really saying, instead of thinking of things as sick and broken, a pathology of disease, you change the environment, you change the response. And that's what happens. You put ibuprofen in your biological domain, it changes the I am of the virus because the virus has an I am as well. The virus happens to have invaded the home domain of your body and try to make it, make it its own home domain. Right. And so, yeah, that's right. So ibuprofen, we know right now, is not something that's advised for the fever that you may get associated with Corona and COVID. So interesting. I mean, that's, that's a huge step forward with this, I think, because, you know, as we were talking about uh, with Dr. Bresson yesterday, last night, you know, he's talking about this herd philosophy where we need to actually get people, if we can't get a vaccination then we need people to get it so that they can get through it and then, and then help. If we can agree that that's one of the ways through this, and we now have a way to make the actual sickness less risky. I think that's a massive, massive improvement from just yesterday. If everybody knows that, if everybody knows, not only go into your medicine cabinet and, and lock it down for your kids, but go in your medicine cabinet and get rid of the ibuprofen, lock that down too, because people automatically take that. You know, I know people who call it vitamin I. You know, mm -hmm. they're going to go golfing or they're going to do this. So they wake up and they're, 
they're popping ibuprofen, you know, get rid of that. If that is a trigger to make this disease worse. I mean, we've just advanced tenfold right now because now people can get sick and it might not be as bad if they can get back in the workforce and hopefully they're immune from it. Right. Well, I, I, I think that the idea is, you know, if you're going to try to address the fever that's associated with COVID-19, don't take ibuprofen, which you may have taken for years uh, to get rid of the fever because we think, and there's evidence to support it, that it makes the virus much more deadly and sort of feeds it. Right. So one day down the road, I there probably will still be another place for ibuprofen. Right. So, you know, whoever's holding stock in ibuprofen right now. I want to short it. <laughs> Might want to short it, but that, but 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 that's great information. So, you know, the medical uh, teams that are trying to help battle this war, I'm calling it a war against the pandemic, right? And you've got the two forces that are trying to keep things together, the, the medical people and the financial people, right? So we're trying to alleviate all of the people's fears. A, I'm going to get sick and die, or B, I'm going to be out of work for six months and lose my house and go bankrupt and be homeless. So you have the financial people pushing and you have the medical people. This is a massive advancement for the medical people if they can get the message out to not take ibuprofen right now, to not take it because those healthy people who otherwise should be able to, to take on this, um, this virus and sure, get knocked down for a couple of days, but not get on a ventilator, not you know be in the ICU and collapsing. I mean, that to me is a massive, massive positive uh, outcome to what we're dealing with right now. And, and I guess that we just have to make sure everybody knows it. Yeah, it could be a small change with a huge right. effect. Right. So what we're hoping is that people who listen to this um, just share it with your world. Right. You say for right now, if you got a fever, you know, go with something other than ibuprofen. Because I used to always go to Ad Advil was my thing, you know, boom. But and it would have been, I mean, and made it impactful. But today it just it seemed like there's some real um, studies and, and real evidence coming out of Italy, which is mm -hmm. what I'm understanding to be the hardest hit right now. Yeah. And the, the other thing that we know are steroids are, are not a good thing to help with the inflammation that goes along because we used to use, you know, we still use steroids a lot for an inflammatory response when our body says, wait, 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 I'm going to attack, attack, attack. And it does things. And then sometimes it does it too much. And so we add a steroid, like, have you ever gotten poison ivy? So if you get really, really bad poison ivy, it's just your body responding to this poison in these leaves. And so many doctors will give steroids to alleviate that and calm down that immune response. That's not the thing to do right now. Now, so that's great information to have, because I mean, is it possible that the treatment of this virus has made it so that it's deadly and it's making it 10 times worse. And now with this new information, we can actually help starting to flatten this out and slowly allow everybody to get it with a methodical, reasonable sickness, as opposed to, I mean, I, I would imagine if somebody was really afraid of the biological response to what this is happening and they're really anxious about getting it and I don't want to die and I don't want to overload the hospitals and burden everybody. 
I would think that would relieve a lot of anxiety for people to be like, okay, you know what? It won't be that bad when I get this, as long as I don't take Tylenol. No, I mean, uh, sorry, as long as I don't take ibuprofen, as long as I do take Tylenol, mm-hmm. and if things get really worse, they don't administer steroids to, to help fix what's getting worse, right? I, I just, again, I want to clarify that, that Tylenol is not a cure for coronavirus. No. Nope. Um, and, and I'm not sure anybody's saying that by taking Tylenol to address the fever that goes along with the infection, you're necessarily going to slow down the progress of the disease. Don't know that yet. But all we're saying is that the thing that we do know is you take ibuprofen, it's going to potentially make it a lot worse. So, so we'll just now, you, you mentioned steroids. So isn't that what people with asthma in their inhalers? So if someone with asthma contracted coronavirus, would they have to go without their inhaler? I think it's a balancing act. There's no question about it. It's a balancing act. And that's why, you know, what I would do right now is consult with your primary care doc before they get overwhelmed. But I can tell you, they probably won't be able to tell you definitively because we're all just learning about this right now. So I don't, I don't want people who have uh, asthma to worry that, you know, they're at higher risk. But the reality is that anybody who has any, you know, lung component has perhaps a greater risk than people who don't because that's where the virus is going. It's going into the respiratory system. But again, I don't want, the, the, the last thing to do is to alarm people. Right. If you follow some of the basic rules of hygiene, washing your hands, washing your clothes, be careful where you go. You know, if you touch something that, that is not in your home, make sure you wash your hands, you know, afterwards. And Dr. Ann had, a, had, you know, some great advice for, you know, you can just use plastic bags. If you don't have gloves, tear off some of that plastic bag. Use that uh, to to handle, you know, whatever the doorknob is or something that you may be in contact with, and then throw it away safely. Um, wipe down your phones. Yeah, right, right. Wipe down your phones and just, you know, let's just again be thoughtful about this. You know, as Tom is saying, you know, let's think this one through, not just. Re- react. So be reflective, not reflexive. So, you know, that's really part of what we just wanted to touch base on tonight is the the ibuprofen component. Um, Be cautious about it. And there's, again, a silver lining to this. One thing I just wanted to give sort of a, a tip about, and maybe folks listening already know about it, but I was chatting with a friend today on the phone. He was at his home, I was at mine. And he was telling me that uh, tomorrow night, he and about three other couples are going to be having a dinner party together. They have a favorite restaurant to keep it in business. They are all ordering dinner from their own homes. It will be delivered to them. And then they will get on a Zoom chat or video chat, and they will just share their evening together in their politely near homes. I love it. I think it's great. It's, it's, a, it's really a lovely adaptation. And that's really what this is all about. It's an I am. We're going to adapt to this. And, you know, you need to have faith in that. The reason that we fear this, we wouldn't fear it so much if we didn't care so much about being alive. And I hope that this is a moment for us to reflect what that means and how wonderful it really is to just have a little time. It reminds me of um, Fight Club. 
if you've both seen that, there's a part where I think it's um forget the name of the character, but you know, he he fake holds up a guy and then lets him go. And then he says, Tomorrow he's gonna have the best bowl of cereal he's ever had. <laughs> he's gonna go to the work and it's gonna be the best day of his life. And it's like Yeah. Yeah, sometimes we sense. sometimes we forget to appreciate these little things in our lives. Maybe this is a way for us to do just that, to appreciate it. You know, we were going to talk about Semmelweis tonight, but, you know, we've been chatting for about 25 minutes or so. Maybe what we should do is leave that for, when are we going to be talking on Monday or Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. going to take a break this weekend. We've all been working hard and pushing, 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 pushing. So we're going to come back at eight o'clock on Monday for the 20 minute chat and 20 the 20 second chat. pause. Like it, 20 minute chat, 20 second pause. When you wash your hands for 20 seconds, just enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, take care of each other, everybody. Yeah, you guys too, you ready for this? Hold on. It's good to see you guys. Bye, folks. Good weekend.